Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Researchers at Boston University have created a new strain of COVID-19 that has an 80% kill rate in humanized mice. According to the preprint, quote, We generated chimeric recombinant SARS-CoV-2, encoding the S gene of Omicron in the backbone of an ancestral SARS-CoV-2 isolate and compared this virus with the natural circulating Omicron variant. Essentially, after an estimated 20 million people have died so far and 2.2 billion have been injured by the COVID vaccines, American virologists at Boston University are making chimeric SARS viruses even more deadly. So joining us now to talk more about this, Dr. Monica Gandhi, professor of medicine and associate division chief of infectious diseases at UCSF. So they wanted to see if it was the spike protein mutations that made it less virulent by sticking this type spike protein of COVID-19 Omicron onto the ancestral strain. And then they found that whatever the ancestral strain had over here beyond the spike protein, that was what was leading to virulence because this is a very deadly strain and it's very transmissible both. It has all the worst things going for it uh, in terms of causing disease. So I have to say I'm a little bit worried um, that this is created and I think point proven, let's destroy this now. How concerned should Americans be about a possible lab leak? The WHO has been very clear that we needed to have been more careful during this pandemic. They actually said, we have to investigate, we have to ensure that all biosafety procedures when people were working with coronaviruses, scientists were working with coronaviruses in labs, were followed. And that is the right approach. We can't not we can't keep on kind of fooling with um, viruses and make them more deadly. It has to be done very, very carefully. While mRNAs will be added to the food supply to genetically depopulate civilization. You can actually order these um, DNA sequences online. Uh, there's AdGene is offering them and Thermo Scientific and Biolabs. You, they literally will send it to you. You order it and they send it to you via email. They're using artificial genetic sequences, right? And they have to delete certain genes in the human um, genome, and then they code uh, whatever the messenger RNA is coded with, and we know all of them are coded with this green fluorescent protein. All right, so what is the goal? What What is the goal here? They are changing the human species. Um, attempting to genetically modify humans and treating humans like animals. In particular, the green fluorescent protein, which comes from the firefly, that means they are actually turning people into um, hybridized humans with insect DNA. So the NIH Um, is admitting to this cloning technology. Yes. The Deagle forecast has predicted global depopulation of 50 to 80 percent by 2025. Deagle's forecast is shrouded in mystery as to its use by the government, but WikiLeaks documents revealed that it was legitimately used as a reference material in a Stratfor report on the technological capabilities of the North People's Republic of Korea. 17 17- more people dying in the first half of 2022 in Australia 
than we would expect. And this is the same for other countries. As a funeral director, I'm seeing a massive increase in death rate exclusively in young jab recipients. Do you know how many children I've had in that have died from COVID? Have a guess. None, not a single one, neither of any of my colleagues. This is an agenda, and I would have never believed. I was never into conspiracy, never. Um, I left there knowing that they know, they know, and they're going to push on. You're committing murder. You're being complicit in mass murder and hiding it. Uh, yes, um, the vote passed 15 zeros, or 15-4, no against. Excellent. Thank you. And we have to make sure that we're ready Uh, because there will be another pandemic. What we really want to educate people about here at Iron City Pest is is rodents and the threat that they carry. For those with eyes to see and ears to hear, America is blatantly under attack. John Bound reporting. So that link, folks, Video. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. My name is Harrison Smith. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We got a lot of of stuff to talk about today. We're not going to have any guests, which means we're going to have plenty of time to take your phone calls and watch all of the videos that I have compiled for us today. We've got AOC just, oh, just just get get your cringe hats on. Just get ready to cringe into non-existence. Get ready to cringe so bad that you fold in on yourself and enter a different dimension, a dimension of shivers up your spine and looking away because it's too embarrassing, but also laughing because it's AOC and she deserves it. <laughs> so we'll show you that video in just a little bit. Uh, as well as a bunch of others. Uh Democrat politics, Kanye West having more interviews, and of course, lots of your phone calls. All of this, as ever, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. But let's not waste any more time. Get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, folks, here it is, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 20th of October, 2022. CDC panel unanimously votes to add COVID-19 shots to childhood vaccine schedule. The ACIP panel voted unanimously 15 to 0 for the CDC to recommend that children get the COVID-19 vaccines and boosters. The CDC is now almost certain to add the COVID shots to the childhood vaccination schedule, which schools often rely upon to mandate vaccines in order to attend public school. 15 votes in favor. Not a single one against, not a single one abstaining. No, it's, they're all in. They're 100%. They they don't doubt it for a single second that this is the right thing to do. What are they basing their decision on? One can only guess. We can only speculate what it was that drove them to reach this conclusion. It certainly wasn't the science. Certainly wasn't any evidence of efficacy. Certainly wasn't any safety data or studies having been done showing that this would not just be safe and effective, but should in fact be mandated to go into the arms of children if they want to attend public school. How they came to this conclusion is anyone's guess. Uh, honestly, it's it's baffling beyond belief, especially when you consider it with our next story, which is this. One in every 500 small children who receive the Pfizer vaccine are hospitalized, at, uh, hospitalized by it, study finds. 
That's right. One in every 500 children under five years who received the Pfizer mRNA COVID vaccine were hospitalized with a vaccine injury, and one in 200 had symptoms ongoing for weeks or months afterwards, a study has found. But you have to get it to send your child to schools. How many, how many school-aged children are there in the United States? What's one five-hundredth of that number, and how many hundreds of thousands of new hospital bills? You know, you want to fight inflation. You want to get money moving again. You want to get this economy kick-started. Why don't you just give all of the children myocarditis and then just watch the money come rolling in? It's really it's a money-making scheme they've worked out here. It's absolutely horrific. A study published by JAMA included 7,806 uh, 7, children aged five or younger who were followed up for uh, up of for an average of 91.4 days following their first Pfizer vaccination. It was a retrospective cohort study done as an authenticated online survey response rate 41 percent in spring 2022, which included parents or caregivers that registered children for SARS-CoV-2 vaccination in outpatient care facilities in Germany. It compared the adverse events of those of the same children with other vaccinations in order to control for over-reporting. And you had 62 percent of the uh, – well – well, I need to figure out exactly what this is saying here, so I'm giving you the correct information. We may be missing a part of this because it says any symptoms 62% higher. So I don't know if that means that 62% of the people got symptoms or if they were just 62% more likely to get it. But whether – I mean, you know, this is like – it's like similar to when we talk about crime stats. When you talk about murder stats, that's just because it's the most extreme outlier of criminality – and for every one murder, you're dealing with thousands of petty crimes that don't get to the point of murder, assaults and, well, you know, whatever, thief, theft and, and attacks and all sorts of other stuff that doesn't get included in the, in the murder stat. This is kind of the same way. For every one child that you have going to the hospital and having to stay there overnight because of the vaccine injury they received, you've got hundreds of kids that – aren't quite to the level where they have to go to the hospital. This, again, in a time where people were told over and over, do not go to the hospital because COVID is a pandemic, so only go if it's the most extreme emergency situation. So just imagine every one in every 500 small children have been hospitalized after receiving the vaccine with just hundreds more. We don't even know what they're what their outcome is going to be because of course this vaccine isn't a vaccine at all it's a dna altering mrna shot that captures your function of your body cells to start making unnatural spike proteins yourself and uh, that continues forever so i don't think 90 days is the cutoff for potential side effects adverse effects but Clearly, it's worth it. Clearly, it's worth it to get the non-effect of the so-called vaccine. It actually makes you more likely to get I mean, it's just something's got to be done. Something's got to be done, and we're rapidly running out of time to do something. Meanwhile, we have this. U.S. sells oil reserves as Biden tackles pump prices ahead of elections. Funny the way Reuters phrases this. We'll return to this topic a little bit later, show you videos of the Biden press conference where he stood in front of a podium and announced this releasing of the 
strategic oil reserve, celebrating it, bragging about it, taking credit for it since it will potentially, theoretically, hypothetically, maybe lower gas prices by a couple cents. And he was desperate to get out in front of this and let everybody know it's him, it's Biden and the Democrats that are lowering your gas prices by selling off their strategic reserve and buying it up at significantly higher prices later. But how dare you suggest this is a political move? How dare you suggest this is in some way to offset the horrific financial econ- uh, economic concerns that are destroying the Democratic Party? How dare you? And we'll, we'll show you a video of Joe Biden just being horrified, insulted, flabbergasted at the suggestion that he would do something so cynical to release oil from our strategic reserve, put us in national security crisis just to get a couple bumps in the polls. How dare you suggest that he would do such a thing? When <laughs> the Reuters, like they can't even help it. They just, just reporting the story. It's obvious how political it is. U.S. sells oil reserves as Biden tackles pump prices ahead of elections. Yeah, it's about the elections. It's about the pump prices. It's about doing everything in short-term gain for the Democratic Party while selling your heritage, history, and future down the river. Now I've got three stories here that are all really just one story. I think you'll understand what I mean. First one from Yahoo News. Donald Trump finally gets served $250 million NY fraud lawsuit after three weeks and a court order. New York Attorney's Attorney General Letitia James sued the Trump organization back on September 21st. They had been able to avoid being served to that lawsuit, but now they have been served a $250 million fraud suit. On the very same day that Donald Trump is deposed in a defamation suit filed by E. Jean Carroll. And we also have Biden's DOJ believes there's enough evidence to bring obstruction charges against Trump. So obstruction charges, defamation case, a fraud case. Is Donald Trump the most evil man in the world? Is he a criminal mastermind whose nefarious schemes are finally being unraveled by an innocent and good and unbiased political system? Or is it literally the exact opposite? Is our political system awash and overrun with open, blatant criminality? And that the one decent person who actually tried to get involved and fix things now has all of those criminals going after him and trying to pin anything that will stick on him. And it doesn't matter what it is as long as they can just throw something at the wall and make it stick, as long as they can do something to bring him down. They don't care if it's some sort of fraud lawsuit or defamation or just a bullet in the back of the head. They're going to stop Trump in whatever way they can, and people still think he's not a good guy. Don't let the globalist monsters and their mercenary minions be successful at silencing you. And the globalist's number one mission is to silence InfoWars because they rightly see us as one of the main beacons of resistance alerting the people, not just of America, but the world, to the threat of the globalist and their censorship and tyranny. That's why it's so essential today, now more than ever, to share links from InfoWars.com. And to also financially support InfoWars.com at the most critical time on our fight by using promo code 1776 at checkout so you get an additional 10% off. These people are coming for your birthright. They're coming for your First Amendment. They admit once they've silenced us, they're coming for you. I am in your hands, and I'm asking for your support now. You have my commitment to never give up or back down, but I could give out without your support. 
Thank you for all your past support. I'm encouraging you now to redouble your efforts at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776 for an additional 10% off on the already big sales and huge discounts. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this. And I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere, but I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you, and I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 the promo code the destination is infowarstore.com and i thank you all for your support you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video what it would be like to wake up in a world that made sense <laughs> wake up in a world that isn't this one i guess you could say i really do think it's possible you know that old saying inside every cynic is a disappointed optimist like i can just see it i can just imagine waking up in the morning i know because and i wish i could remember the exact day but there's there's been like one day in the last two years. I remember it because it was so strange. It's the first thing I do when I wake up, like a lot of people, is I've opened my phone and, you know, see what's happening on Twitter, or open up a news tab and just see what, what news broke over the night. And there was one day, I don't know, maybe six months ago, where it was just like not bad news. It was just normal, pretty good just average news and it like it stands out in my memory as being like I was just in a good mood you just wake up you look things are things seem to be going okay and uh you just get started with your day and everything's fine it was like such a bizarre unique experience because today you wake up and you check the news and it's just like the day before and the day before that and the day before that and the day before that it's just a litany of catastrophe. It's just chaos upon war, upon violence, upon insanity. It really is depressing. And, you know, it's not enough that we constantly fight against all of this crap. It's, it's necessary but not enough. We have to be fighting for something. What I want to fight for is just a – just normalness, just just a normal world of decent people just doing their jobs the way they're supposed to and leaving everybody else the hell alone. Wouldn't that be nice? Is that such a far-fetched dream? Is that such a fantastical desire? Is it really impossible for us just to be normal? Because you wake up this morning and it's like, America has a guaranteed South Korea's 
or uh, yeah, America's guaranteed South Korea's complete security, and we will go to nuclear war with North Korea. And it's just like, okay, great, great. It's like it's like we went from Team America to like obese Team America. I don't know it. We went from just like we're America, we're badass, we're gonna go kick butt around the world, and we're we're America's, you know, we're the world police, America. We're gonna go stuff bad guys' face in the toilet, yeah, to just like we're Team America, world police, but completely incapable. I would love to see that. Maybe we need like a a follow up. Maybe that would be one sequel I'd actually be excited about seeing. Team America Two, where you watch Team America go from a elite you know spy cadre that's flying around the world solving problems that they've all one by one been replaced with diversity hires and they still have the same power and the same desire to police the entire world it's just they're not capable of it anymore and so everything they do just collapses in on itself and makes everything worse and on that note that's another one of these things that's just like there's no escape. It would be one thing if there was all of this terrible stuff going on in the world, but Hollywood was thriving and they were coming out with all sorts of new great movies and you could escape from the chaos by just immersing yourself in some fantastical world. I of, can imagine this. Like, believe. see America 2, like Gary actually has AIDS. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would just it would just have to be everybody, like the leader is just like old and decrepit and you know, completely dementia-ridden but refuses to give up his position. And, uh, yeah, all the sidekicks are obese, transgender, Muslims. Like, uh, it would actually be, uh, yeah, a sequel worth watching. But it's like even as our world collapses into chaos and nonsense, and it's just rife for parody and for, you know, exploration in the medium of metaphorical fantasy or or – just anything, just, just the money, the CGI. The, could you imagine the type of entertainment we could have if we weren't under the regime that we're under? So it's like we can't. We don't even have decent escapes. We we can't even go to the go to the movie theater and just ignore the chaos in the world around us because absolutely everything in the movie theaters is a a remake, reboot, sequel of an adaption of a reboot of a remake of a i mean it's just it's all trash it's all completely derivative of what came before nothing original whatsoever and they can't even get that right and they're just you know what's happening in hollywood is just a metaphor what's happening in the rest of the world taking old beloved franchises and just injecting them with a psychotic progressive ideology that is so abhorrent to basic humanity that the stories are just uh, without merit entirely, just unwatchable. I feel like I've heard this rant before. Oh, you're going to hear it more. <laughs> you're going to hear it a lot more because <laughs> it just keeps going. It just keeps – it just never ends. It just never stops. It's just an endless cascade of chaos and nonsense. And so you know, the point of it is what I would like, what I would like to, to have, my dream, my ultimate vision – would just be a ruling class that didn't openly despise us, a federal government whose sole and abiding occupation wasn't senseless, constant 
perpetual warfare whose media actually made entertaining uh, fun things for us to watch and enjoy. Just normalness, just everything back to the way it was before this mind virus, this, this terminal illness infected the Western world. That's all I want. That's all, that's all anybody really wants. It's just awful. It's so bad. I was watching, I was watching these, uh, I, was, I was watching some review about, I don't know, like Indiana Jones or something, just some YouTube video. And it's just like, man, the 90s, late 80s and the early 90s, we just had in one year, it'd be like Forrest Gump and Jaws and Indiana Jones and a new and the original Star Wars trilogy. It's just like every year there's like five classic movies. It's like, well, this year, Shawshank Redemption and, you know, Goodwill Hunting and all the like, there's all these fantastic movies come out. And it's just like, can you mention, can you think of one decent movie that's come out in the last five years? It's actually original, wholly original not a not a remake or anything like it's all it's all symbolic of our complete collapse as the human species and it's all by design and it's all by choice and it's all because the people in power are soulless monsters that don't care about value or even understand what it is to be human beings so anyway just wanted to get that off my chest. We're going to get into the actual news here in uh, on the other side, but I do want to remind you that Infowars is probably the only media outlet out here actually fighting for what is good and right and normal, and the only ones actually suggesting that there is a way forward, not to burn it all down, not to fall for some communistic scam of some utopian fantasy but just pure americana getting back to the way that we were getting back to the conservative ideal i am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy i am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us they know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed it's game over and all over the planet Humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com. And the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I only, I only go on, on rants like that because it, it's so absurd that in the media, we, InfoWars in particular, myself in particular, or, you know, the people that 
follow us, our supporters and everything. We're constantly called extremist. We're told we're we're called extreme right wing fanatics, right? Dangerously MAGA and all this sort of stuff. And it's like if you were to ask me what I really want, what is my dream society, what my you know, if I had a magic wand, what I would do with it and what the world I would build would look like. It is the least extreme thing you can possibly imagine. And it's one of the reasons why we've been able to be taken over is because like it's not apparent how extreme we have to be just to maintain normalcy. It's kind of confusing, but what do I mean? My ideal world is not some nazified right-wing fourth reich like people marching in order and just like no my my ideal is is classic america my ideal is like like if i if i had a magic if i was in charge i would do extreme and and novel things like have the police punish criminals and have the border patrol stop illegal immigration i would have public schools teaching children math and reading and science i know i know this is unbelievable this is it's this is brand new. Nobody's ever heard of this type of thing before. I would have big tech companies provide platforms for people to speak their mind without being censored the entire time. I would have oil companies that would bring oil up out of the ground and then sell it to people, and there would be no, no problem with that. It would, it would just happen. It would just occur. It would just take place. There would be no interference anywhere involved. It's like if everything could just work as it was intended but in the first place, th- there would be no issue. And so we sort of are in this weird in-between zone where it's like how do you get a revolutionary fervor for normalness? How do you get a revolutionary fervor Behind this idea of like we need to teach children math like it's it's also normal that it we, we it's hard to like get the energy up to actually fight for what we believe in. But we need to understand that all of the normal things that we've all grown up understanding to be necessary for a civilization are all being torn down. And so we have to fight back against them with all of the same intensity that these psychopath deconstructionist progressive neo-communist useful idiots are trying to tear everything down we need to meet it with equal and opposite force for example you have uh, parents in dearborn michigan we'll just cover this for now we're going to get back to to donald trump's uh, trials and tribulations like this – it's just – it's insane. Parents in Dearborn, Michigan are holding a mass rally to get uh, radical gender theory out of their schools, saying we as parents are responsible for our children. The progressive dogma will not indoctrinate our children. Again, what are they fighting for? Is what they're fighting for extreme? Is what they're fighting for you know, some, some out-there ideology? No, they're literally just like stop perverting my children. It's so normal. It's so obvious that this should be the case, but it's not. They have infiltrated. They have taken over. They are ideological warriors, social justice warriors that are in your schools and attempting to destroy the innocence of your children in a open and advertised war against innocence. So good. We should be holding mass rallies. We should be getting together and protesting against what they're doing. We should be meeting their insanity with the equal and opposite force of sanity because this is the type of stuff that they're protesting against. 
again from Chris Rufo. Parents were outraged when they discovered the local school district had promoted a book that teaches children the, quote, ins and outs of gay sex and, quote, how sex apps work. This is, a, this is from a book for children. It is a list that says how sex apps, how sex apps work. One, upload a tiny pic of yourself to the app. Two, the app works out your location. Three, the app tells you who the nearest homosexuals are. Four, you then chat to them. Five, because they're near, it's easy to meet up with them. This is what they're teaching kids. This is what they're telling kids. This is what they're instructing kids to do, to download sex apps, upload a picture of themselves, and then go meet the people that they meet on these apps. Dude, there's no way. Is this real? Chris Rufo is a reliable source. This is what caused the uh, outrage and the... So unless they're protesting something else, yeah. Yeah, this is what's in the books in elementary school. So it's like you can't just you can't just see this and go, well, well you know, it's we're inclusive. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, we uh yeah, well, all love is love is love after all. Uh, all well, Harrison, all, all love Harrison, is equal. they're teaching kids this because otherwise they would learn by themselves and then they would get AIDS. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see anything uh, protecting them from AIDS in this list, actually. No, no, no. But if they learn by themselves, they'll come up with some type of disease or bad habit, and it'll ruin their life. This is saving lives, you're saying? This yes. Is a, this is a health emergency that yes. justifies all. I see. Yes. I see. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. How sex apps work. One, you upload a tiny picture of yourself to the app. The app works out your location. See, this is a, there's a very, let's just say there's a very different number for when you download apps in Iran. Let's just say that. Let's just say apps that tell you who the nearest homosexuals are. It could be a, could be a dangerous weapon in certain hands. You right. tap them. Because they're near, it's easy to meet up with them. It's easy and fun, by the way, to meet up with your local homosexual adult children. I feel like pedophile hunters could totally use this. I'm sure they do. As a resource. I'm sure pedophiles and pedophile hunters both use it. Chris Rufo continues, this is a golden opportunity for conservatives to expand their coalition. Muslim Americans, Asian Americans, and Latinos all oppose schools forcing radical gender theory onto their children. It's time to reach out and work together to get this ideology out of our schools. And that's sort of the thing, isn't it? That at the end of the day, these cultural imperialists in the progressive side of things they're constantly telling you how empathetic they are how much they care about the poor under you know downtrodden minorities how they're fighting for them and i know it's cliche but you know look at kanye west look at any left-wing darling as soon as they go a little bit off script as soon as they go a little bit off message they are not just treated badly they're not just not championed they're viciously and horrifically attacked. And so if you were a devout Muslim, if you are a devout Jew, if you are a hardworking family man who happens to be African-American, who do you think you and your family and your people are, are going to do better under? 
a government that is run by ideological psychopaths who continuously try to indoctrinate your children in the most destructive ideology the world has ever come up with and will destroy you and and as we saw with Kanye West, I mean, you say one thing out of order and they're like salivating. They're like – they smell blood in the water and they're like, don't just sue him for $250 million. Sue him for everything he owns. Destroy his life. Like that's what they think is an appropriate response to some like disobedience to their dictates. Would you rather be under that or would you rather be under like a, a, a local government, like your city? Would you rather your city be under like a bunch of Berkeley grad – blue-haired feminist activists or would you rather we take a time machine and transport your same town's government from 1950 and put it in place hardcore christian conservatives who will nevertheless treat you with dignity and respect and they might not agree with your religion but they understand the cultural value of having a nation that allows such diversity that the nation that created such a landscape that allows for such cultural diversity and self-expression is worth preserving and is in fact a Christian nationalism. We've all heard of interventions with a family member or a friend or a coworker that's on drugs or alcohol and is in a bad place and they need family and friends to come to their aid and talk to them and get them into rehab. Well, it's the same thing for America and the rest of the world. When it comes to critical vitamins and minerals that your body must have to live and people don't listen and they don't supplement, it's literally an intervention. I lead an incredibly stressful life. I don't claim to be Mr. Health, but if I wasn't taking products like X3 from InfoWarsStore.com, I could not continue to do what I'm doing today. The energy, the stamina, the, the libido, the immune system boost is incredible. And despite the fact that selling out X3 is 50% off right now exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. There's a run on iodine happening right now because of the war. We're not selling it for that. We're selling it for what it does for your immune system and your focus and clarity. Get X3 today, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com while supplies last. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt citizen of a republic the man in the arena there's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world it will never be made again and it's not just an amazing historic coin it funds the information war against the globalist this is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren this is something you want to own and as a fundraiser it is funding the information war against the globalist ladies and gentlemen 10,000 coins are available they'll sell out very quickly Please be part of history, and thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com, or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence, and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. circus that is modern existence i'm your master of ceremonies harrison smith your story from fox uh from vox news yesterday 
Alex Jones lost a billion dollar trial. Why is InfoWars still streaming? You could you could almost hear them crying. Tears. Why is he still streaming? We told him to shut up. Why didn't he? Why isn't it happening? Why am I coming to you live? Why am I still allowed to be on the airwaves? What is happening here? What's going on? They don't understand. I'll try to explain it to them. Um, This is America. So we have a First Amendment and we can continue to say what we believe even if people want to launch. I'll just – I'll leave the the adjectives out of it. Court proceedings, okay? If they want to watch totally legitimate and – Normal court proceedings. Last week, a Connecticut jury ruled that Alex Jones and his InfoWars media company must pay nearly a billion dollars in damages to the victims, to the Sandy Hook uh, victims, punishment for lying over and over about the 2012 mass shooting. Their mission is to shut me up and take me off air, Jones told his followers via video after the verdict. That's not going to happen in the near future, and it's possible it may never happen. Well, who says there's not any good news? Who says you can't wake up and see good news in the headlines? Well, I'm feeling even better. (laughs) It's so funny that they're like, uh, yeah, Jones says that these lawsuits are nothing more than an attempt to take him off air, which is insane. But now that the lawsuits have landed, why is he still on air? Why is he still on air? He shouldn't be on air anymore. It's ridiculous that he claims that this was just to get him off air. But why is he not off air yet? We did the lawsuits. Why is he not off air? Well, which is it? Can you, you can't have both, you understand. So yes, uh, in, in a rare occurrence, in a truly unique event, Vox Media Corporation is actually right. We are going to continue into the future. We have not stopped broadcasting. We have not been silenced by the machinations of evildoers. We are going to continue to tell the truth no matter how upset that makes the writers at Vox. I'm very sorry that you are this way. (laughs) I'm not sorry that we're broadcasting. I'm sorry your brain is like it is. I'm sorry that You feel the things that you feel. I'm sorry that the truth is so objectionable to you as it threatens your hysterical fantasy. So yeah, we're going to continue to operate. We're going to continue to tell the truth. We're going to continue to say what we believe to be reality, and we're going to continue to back up our assertions and continue to be right about all of our predictions and continue to sell fantastic products at InfoWarsStore.com and continue to be the champion that our millions upon millions of listeners rely on to be a sole voice of reason and sanity in a world and a culture awash with the insane. So deal with it. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry you're like this, but we're going to keep talking. We're going to keep uh, broadcasting. We're going to keep keep taking phone calls and showing videos and mocking your pathetic heroes and denigrating your ridiculous lifestyles and championing what is all all that is uh, good and and honorable and just in this world. And you're you're just going to have to kick rocks. So sorry. (laughs) Sorry, guys. 
But look, the reality is, and everybody knows that the reason that we are still broadcasting, the reason that we're, we are still on the air is because we do have a sizable audience that is generous, does recognize the value that we bring to the media landscape, and does go to InfoWarsStore.com. So if you want to keep us on the air, if you want to keep causing panic and, and hysteria amongst the worst people in our nation, the liberal journalists and corrupt politicians, go to InfoWarsStore.com. If you want to spit in the eye of George Soros, metaphorically, if you want to rebel against a corrupt system that despises you, the number one thing you can do to piss these people off is go to InfoWarsStore.com. And, of course, we make it easy for you to do so with fantastic sales and uh, amazing supplements. And uh, you can't stop us, so there it is. That's how it goes. Um, where do I go here now? Because obviously they have decided that this is the this is the new reality. This is the new landscape that they have uh, re- remade America into. It is one in which the most baseless accusations are taken as complete fact and backed up the full force and weight of the deep state cabal where blatant and blatant criminal activity on the other hand goes totally unabated uninterrupted and they can't even perform the investigations to figure out who it is that's doing the the murdering and the cheating and the stealing and lying again it's not even like it's not even like a law thing. It's not that a law has been passed that we disagree with. It's not that there is some sort of measure or policy that's been taken that we can advocate against. It is a symptom of the illness. It's a symptom of the mindset that is becoming more and more ubiquitous in this country of this like vicious, hateful, no holds barred, take everything to the most extreme mindset that's around right now. I mean, Kanye West, again, is the best example. The man says George Floyd died of fentanyl overdose. It's backed up by medical officials and medical examiners. It's backed up by the autopsy results. It's backed up by science is science. Science is trust the science, folks. George, Fent- George Floyd died of fentanyl. But, you know, we have in this country an idea. It's a, it's a law. It's in the Constitution. It's in the Bill of Rights. It's, you know, prevents extreme punishments, prevents punishments that are cruel and unusual. It means that if you steal a cookie from a cookie jar, you're not going to get put away for life. And it means if you murder somebody, you're not going to get you know, a little bit of volunteer time as a punishment. It means equal punishment to the crime that you've committed. But that's not the case anymore. And it's not that the law has been repealed. It's that the ideology of these people has been perverted and warped and they no longer recognize the value of basic human rights. And so if you say something as incontrovertible and as uncontroversial as George Floyd died of fentanyl poisoning, it's not that you deserve to be laughed at or scoffed at or maybe dismissed or argued against. It's that you should have your life destroyed. So you should be bankrupt You should have your children taken away. You should be thrown in a mental asylum. You should have your – you know, you should be forcibly medicated. You should uh, be unable to vote anymore. You should 
be locked away, if nothing else. Like this is how insane these people are. This is where they've gotten to. Again, we're not putting words in their mouths. They literally blue checkmarked John Cooper going – 250 million isn't enough. Take everything from him. Why? Because he said George Floyd died of fentanyl poisoning. Really? Take everything? That's worth $250 million? Of course not. It's whatever they need to do to shut up their political opponents because they are engaged in a all-out war of destruction where only one side will survive and they want to make sure it's them. We've lived, we've lived for too long under the delusion that we can somehow both coexist in this sphere with people like this. And now they're turning it on Donald Trump, of course, as they have for the last five or six years. Is he a criminal mastermind? Of course not. Is he engaged in malicious behavior on a continual basis? Obviously not. If even the slightest amount of evidence existed to prove that, he would have been locked up long, long ago. But now they're getting desperate. Now they're pulling out every stop. Now they're going so far as to celebrate E. Jean Carroll and her defamation lawsuit against Donald Trump. So on one day, Donald Trump has both been told by the DOJ prosecutors that he may very well be charged with obstruction in, a, in the Mar-a-Lago case. DOJ prosecutors saying that they're going to charge him with obstruction. Obstruction of what? Who knows? Just whatever. It's like the classic – You know, it's like resisting arrest. It's like, well, what was he being arrested for? He's being arrested for resisting arrest. Well, then what was he resisting? Arrest? I mean it doesn't make any sense, right? It's just what you, you – you come up with some sort of bizarre claim that gives you some very slight justification in launching an investigation, and then you wait till they you know, accidentally don't hit reply all on an email and go, oh, they were hiding information, charge them with obstruction. Lawfare, it's – politicization and militarization and weaponization of the judiciary and that's the doj launching that attack while at the same time a suit is filed by eugene carroll in defamation and he gets served a 250 million dollar new york fraud lawsuit after three weeks of avoiding the court order i am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy i am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know if the truth about their globalist operations is exposed, it's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com, and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. You're watching The American Journal. Your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. We're going to open up the uh, phone lines in this hour. We talked in this first five about Donald Trump. He's been with three attacks in one day. $150 million New York lawsuit. He avoided the uh, indictment for three weeks, apparently, but of course... This uh, woman, Letitia James, 
you know, it's uh, not not a big surprise. New York City and New York State in general is an absolute conflagration of violence, a, a raging inferno of murder and rape and gun violence and stabbings and people getting pushed onto subway train tracks and mobs of obese women dressed in green attacking random people. I mean, it's like literally some dystopian hell world. And so what she's been focusing on for the last several years is trying to find absolutely anything to pin on Donald Trump, just investigating his every nook and cranny, every sock drawer he owns, every file piece of paper he's ever filed and cross-checking every red cent in his account books just to find something that could maybe be some chink in his armor that they could use to destroy him. That's what they're spending their time on. That's what our government is employed in 100% of the time while their streets are literally awash in the blood of innocent people. Donald Trump has lost the first legal skirmish in his battle against New York's Attorney General Letitia James in her $250 million fraud case against him. After three weeks in a court order, he's been officially served for the 220-page lawsuit. Oh, finally, finally, justice in this country. Finally, the, the real villains in this world are finally being caught. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. They did it. None of Jeffrey Epstein's. Customers have been caught. None of Ghislaine Maxwell's Book of John's has been punished for kidnapping and raping little girls. But that's, I guess, uh, not as important as, I don't know, if uh, Donald Trump forgot to carry the one on his tax return. That's the real important thing. I mean, sure. Sure. I guess if you want to get technical, Hunter and Joe Biden are jointly implicated in pay-for-play schemes and tens of millions of dollars in bribery deals and selling out the American people at every turn for the last several decades, as well as the human trafficking and uh, abuse of women and and pedophilic behavior and uh, also the intense amounts of illegal drug use and uh, uh, all of the other stuff that he talks about. In the text messages, I mean, sure, I guess if you're going to look for, you know, if you're going to start digging into the clauses of the elites, I guess you're going to find a, a little bit of crime. But uh, there's only one elite that actually gets investigated. There's only one member of that upper class that actually comes under any scrutiny whatsoever. And it's the one out of all of them that doesn't seem to actually do anything wrong, doesn't seem to actually be out for himself at the expense of the American people. And that, of course, is Donald Trump. And again, you can – it is like seeing, seeing the same movie play on the screen and, and we're watching two different versions of, of the movie. You can see this in one of two ways, just like you can see all of the attacks, the war on the patriots in one of two ways. You can either see the blatant, overwhelming, obvious attack on decent, innocent American people by the deep state, by an out-of-control judiciary as well as executive branch with the Department of Justice and the FBI targeting 87-year-old grandmothers and Catholic fathers of seven for daring to stand outside of an abortion clinic or or going after Donald Trump and kicking down his door in the middle of the night or raiding Roger Stone and letting CNN know beforehand so you can get the the raid live on television like – 
you can either see this as evidence of an overwhelming and out of control tyranny in this country, or you can see it as evidence that these people are actually bad. Like you can see these charges against Donald Trump as either evidence that the weaponized and politicized function of this government has been taken over by Democrats that are using it for political ends, or you can actually think that this is legitimate. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. How desperate are they getting to get Trump, folks? Well, they're championing E. Jean Carroll, of all people. Donald Trump deposed in defamation suit by E. Jean Carroll. Former President Donald Trump answered questions under oath Wednesday in a lawsuit filed by E. Jean Carroll, a magazine columnist who says he raped her in the mid-1990s in a department store dressing room. She was so traumatized by this event that she was in some sort of catatonic state for nearly 30 years until it became politically expedient to accuse Donald Trump of uh, of rape when she finally got over her trauma and was able to, to come clean with this event. The deposition gave Carroll's lawyers a chance to interrogate Trump about the assault allegations as well as statements he made in 2019 when she told her story publicly for the first time. Now, we have uh, videos of this. I I was surprised to see her name in the news because when she first came out with these rape allegations and the mainstream media eagerly jumped on them just like they eagerly jumped on and – you know, perpetuated and gave credence to any number of ridiculous nonsense aimed at Donald Trump without the slightest hint of journalistic integrity. Uh, her appearances on places like CNN were of such embarrassment, were so strange and odd and off-putting and bizarre that they quickly dropped any mention of E. Jean Carroll. But now she's back, I guess. I guess they're desperate. They're like, ah, gee, what do we have? I don't know. We have that one crazy woman that clearly wasn't raped by him, but I guess pull him, pull her out. Make him sit down for a deposition. Whatever victory we can get. It's just totally insane. So let's go to that video. We've got clip number 16. Since Trump is being deposed today in a lawsuit brought by E. Jean Carroll, I thought we'd go ahead and uh, show you this video. This is what happened last time E. Jean Carroll was in the news for her completely absurd rape allegation against Donald Trump. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which The word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. But I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent Assault. It is not. I think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. <laughs> We're just going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> oh, yeah, I trust her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like she was about to rape him. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Have her on again, CNN. What's she doing now? You know, have her on talk about the uh, new Trump allegation. Show how credible of a witness she is. <laughs> insane. Completely insane. Don't you love it when they don't even, they don't even try to keep it going? They don't even, like he's, he's trying to go, okay, how do I phrase this so it looks, it makes it look like what she just said is not as weird as it is. And he just has to, it's just bail. Just pull the ripcord just, and we got to go to break. 
Angelo, they don't even try to cover it. They don't even try to make the make the transition seem natural. You know, when they because they have breaks planned and they always cut to the one shot of the guy turning to the camera and saying, and we'll we'll be right back after this. And in this case, he's like, oh, we'll be right back. He's not even on screen. He's not even on camera. <laughs> they haven't even cut to him yet. He's just like, oh, well, look at that. Well, well look at the time. Uh, it looks like we've got to go to break. Well, ah, shoot, ah, darn it, commercial break time. Sorry, stop talking, Gene. Please stop talking. We have to go to break. Stop, stop saying things. We have to go to break now. <laughs> it's, it's break time. Sorry. <laughs> they got to get her in a remote studio next time. That way they can drop her feed. Yeah, they can pretend it was a satellite issue next time. That would be uh, less embarrassing. I mean, it sounds like, and I don't want to get sued for defamation here, so this is, just, this is just my personal opinion. My interpretation of what we just saw was that she wanted to have sex with Donald Trump, didn't enjoy it, and decided she was raped. That's what it sounds like to me. She's like, people think Or they just never had sex. Or maybe they just never had sex. But no, she's like, she's like people, think of, people think rape is so sexy, <laughs> but it's not. She's like, I wasn't thrown on the floor and ravished. It's like, no, I, I willingly hooked up with him and then I didn't like it so now I realized I was raped so I had a fantasy and the reality didn't meet my expectations so now I understand I was raped that's what it sounds like to me just completely wild totally and utterly completely insane but this is what they're running with that's that's what they're running with that's what they're going for that's what they're doing mere weeks ahead of the midterms to try to Cause more damage to Donald Trump, suing him for $250 million, threatening to charge him with obstruction of justice for some reason. <laughs> Just why exactly, we have no idea, but there it is. I mean, we do remember, right? We do, we do all have in our memory banks stored way back there in the long, long ago of 2016 when – James Comey admitted that Hillary Clinton had purposefully bleach bit wiped entire banks of servers for the explicit reason of not allowing investigators to have access to the evidence of what was going on in Benghazi. We do remember that after she had been given subpoenas, after she had been told to preserve her records, she smashed phones with hammers and used a do you remember her, her like, tech guy posted on Reddit being like, how do I completely wipe a hard drive? Hey, guys, need some advice. I work for a VIP, and I really need to get rid of some digital evidence. What's the best way to do that? Not charged with obstruction, not charged with anything. James Comey got up on TV and said, yes, she did commit crimes. Yes, what she did was illegal. Yes, she had classified information in her possession in contradiction to the laws of this country. Yes, when we tried to investigate further to see if there was any misbehavior when it came to the death of a U.S. ambassador in Benghazi, we were unable to continue that investigation because she had destroyed the evidence, but we don't think she meant to. But we think it was an accident, so no charges. She's, She's free to go. In fact, we love her and we endorse her for president. That's fear. Uh, again, I don't think – nobody's, nobody's scared of Hillary Clinton. They they were. No, they were. They thought she was all going to become president and she was going to decapitate them once she got in office. 
she was going to decapitate them? No, no, politically. She, no, but she, but they're they're working in concert. They were they were working with one another. See if if Hillary Clinton won, then all of the FBI's misdeeds during Crossfire Hurricane would have been swept under the rug and concealed. They weren't they weren't scared of Hillary Clinton getting into office and punishing them for misbehaving. They were scared of Donald Trump getting into office and outing all of their corruption and activities behind the scenes, which he did, except they just have total control of the media, which is why they launched the counterattacks and uh, launched against him. It's not like Hillary Clinton is is some queen that they're serving. They're all a part of the same faction, and so they're all cooperating with one another and ensuring one another get into the positions of power where they can be useful to one another. It's they're part of the same team. It's not these aren't competing factions uh, working against each other. They're all operating on the same agenda. So they needed Hillary Clinton to get into office to cover up their misdeeds that they did to try to stop Donald Trump from getting into office, which they did because Donald Trump was a threat to them. So it's all self-serving. It's all self-protection. It's all just corruption at the uh, most fundamental level in our country. Oh, man, I have a lot of good videos. We'll get to videos in the next segment. I'll take your calls this hour and the next. The number to dial is one 2539 Here's what we're going to ask you to do if you want to call in. Before you do, go to my Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. Every story we cover every single day is posted there. Find a story that you want to talk about and call in about that story. So we'll be taking your calls, but a prerequisite to us taking your calls is that you have one of the stories that are listed on my Substack ready to discuss and questions you want to ask about it or comments that you have about it. That way we can guarantee that we get to the stories that you think are important and we cover a large swath of news in the next two hours as American Journal continues into the future. Infowarsstore.com, band.videos where you go to share these videos. Remember to hit the share button and it gives you a disguised URL so you can actually post it on social media. Download it yourself, cut it up, re-upload it, whatever you can do to get this message out. We must win. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago, and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried vitamin mineral fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall best seller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin mineral fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the info war. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting Vitamin Mineral Fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement from your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum. Right. Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. 
Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto, fund InfoWars. Donate now, InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go out to your phone calls here, but while we continue to gather calls, I would like to go to a few funny little videos we have here. First one, I just think it's a funny skit from a user on TikTok. Inside the mind of people who vote Democrat, is this is it even parody at this point? She literally just says what they actually believe. Let's watch. Going, and you think it's going fine? They should force people to get the shot. Like we are the land of the forced and home of the fearful. I don't mind inflation at all. Like I'm totally fine with it. When I go to the grocery store and I was thinking I was going to pay like $60 and I end up paying $260, I see it as like a, a surprise, you know, like, oh my gosh, I, I wasn't expecting that. It's like, it's exciting. It makes it, you know, unpredictable. So yeah, gas prices are high too, but it'll cause people to not drive and it'll save the climate. It'll, it'll stop climate change. Yeah. The supply chain, uh, thing is an issue, but you don't always get what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like people are spoiled. Yeah. We should have left Americans behind in Afghanistan. And I'm absolutely fine that we did. I mean, why were they there? Like, why are you in Afghanistan? What are you doing there? It's your fault. You're there. So we left them. And that's fine. I think it's fine to have an open southern border. I mean, people are like freaking out about it, but because they're like, oh, there might be a drug dealer in the bunch or there might be a terrorist or there might be, you know, a human trafficker. But those people are people. okay? and we need to be nice to people. And if they want to come in, we should let them in. And we shouldn't make them get a shot that they don't want to take. Okay. I mean, you should never force someone to do something they don't want to do. Who, who, who does that? Hunter Biden is an incredible artist and I'm so happy to see him on the right path now. And now that he's making art and making a lot of money doing it, I think it's, I think we should all be cheering him on. Like why are even people critical about it? I think that Biden giving Putin a pipeline was like <sighs> nice. Like it was like, Hey, here's a pipeline. And, and the fact that we took the Keystone pipeline away, uh, saves the environment. Should Taiwan be free? I mean, should they, should they be able to, to, to be free? I don't think so. And I'm fine if communist China, uh, swoops in and, and takes them over. Where's the lie? Where's the, what are these people actually Thing. I don't, can you think of a reason why you'd want to keep the border up? I mean, I get it's. I guess it's like the idea of. I, yeah, I, I don't No, I don't know. No, I can't rationalize it. No, I was trying to, but uh, there's no there's no sense or 
continuity in their thought. It's all insane. I mean, it does, it does just remind me with the Border Patrol thing in particular, because she, sort of, she sort of hits it on the head, right? It's like, they think that there might be, like, human traffickers or drug dealers, but, like, so what? You know, it's like, well, well, that's not a good thing. You know, it's like the trans bathroom thing where it's like, you want to do things that minimize the risk of bad people being able to do bad things and get away with it. So... You want to keep men out of women's locker room because when you have men in women's locker rooms, it's not good for the women and it allows creepy dudes to creep on little girls in a way that is forbidden and we don't want to happen. And then that's being treated as – oh, it's an attack on trans people. It's an attack on innocent trans people that – you know, Republicans just hate them for no reason, and they just are looking for a way to make their life miserable and try to shut it down. Like, and Republicans just hate Mexicans and want to keep them miserable and, and don't let them cross the border because then they'll be in America and their lives will be better, and we don't want their lives to be better. Like, you know, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. And so what ends up happening is that you open the door for predators and criminals and bad people to be able to get away with the things that they do. So – Opposing transgenders in the bathroom isn't saying that every transgender person is a is a leering pervert, and so we have to keep them out of the bathroom. It's that by allowing transgender people into the bathroom, you create a wide open pathway for the despicable perverts to be able to perv on children with impunity. And again, it was like, that's ridiculous. That's never going to happen. Well, where are we now? We're at the point now where – You've got an adult man naked in a locker room leering and watching little girls get undressed, and when he is told to stop creeping on them by an 80-year-old woman, she is ejected from the YMCA where she's been a member for 50 years. And when they hold a protest saying, what are you doing? Why are you taking the side of this criminal pervert over this old lady who was just trying to protect little girls – that protest gets interrupted and Antifa physically attacks the old woman. So it's like that's what we were trying to avoid this whole time. Now you've opened the door for it. Now you have brought down the dam and the flood is here. And it's the same thing that happens at the border. It's the same thing that happens with criminal justice reform. And they constantly make excuses and they constantly are making us less safe, less capable of dealing with real problems as they create a whole cascade of new ones and the way that they deal with this is really equally funny like we start we started this segment with somebody parroting the mind of people who vote democrat let's now look at clip number nine an actual democrat and the way they deal with simple and straightforward questions president biden want more migrants to come to delaware I don't even understand that question, but I'll move on. Well done. Good job. Oh, handled that skillfully. I can see why they hired you. No, I I can see why you are the, the point person for the federal government. I can see why the most powerful office in the history of the world, their public facing representative 
is you. I can see why. Wow, so skillful in handling that question. In case you had trouble hearing it, the question was, does Joe Biden want more immigrants in Delaware? Is that hard to understand? Was that complicated to anybody? Anybody having trouble figuring out what I was asking when I said that? Does Joe Biden want more migrants in Delaware? I mean, we hear endlessly that it's, I mean, there's, it doesn't matter what you have to sacrifice to get more migrants in America. It doesn't matter if you have to let thousands of kidnapped children, let, you have to let them go with their abusers. If you have children being drugged and dragged over the border by coyotes and human traffickers that are kidnapped them from their homes or if they get stuffed full of drugs and used as mules by the cartel it doesn't matter because we need more immigrants in this country we need as joe biden said quote an unrelenting stream of immigration into this nation so when they're asked does joe biden want more migrants in delaware she's just like i don't even understand that question and i'm gonna move on and i'm moving on now i'm moving on from that crazy question That incomprehensible question. Who could possibly understand such a question? Does Joe Biden want more? What? I don't promote things unless they really work. When it comes to politics or culture, economics, we are always the cutting edge, the tip of the spear. And when we talk about the products at InfoWarsStore.com, they all blow you away. If you'll just take them, if you'll just try them, I know you'll be repeat customers. And finally, one of our best-selling products, sold out for months, is back in stock. It's X3. It's all three types of the very best atomic iodine out there that supercharges your energy, your stamina, your libido, and number one, your immune system. So X3, despite the fact it was a run on iodine, is still on sale at 50% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And it funds the InfoWar, which is a 360 win. If you've not experienced the power of iodine, it takes two weeks to kick in on average. You've got to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get X3 50% off. X3 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We're going to go out to your phone calls this segment. Stories have just broken while we're on air today. UK's Liz Truss quits after turmoil obliterated her authority. Look, look, I'm not going to say why this happened or why it didn't. I just, I'm so confused, I guess. (laughs) I guess this is all. I'm so confused, you guys. I don't understand. I understand. It seems like the UK is in total turmoil. It seems like they just kicked out Boris Johnson, and that was a major victory. And finally, in the entire history of the UK, for the first time ever, they had an entire ruling cabinet with not a single white man in a position of power. And yet they collapse in like two weeks. I don't understand. I don't understand how this can be. They were so diverse. They were so diverse in in 
racially non-white. How, how could this have happened? I, do, I don't understand. I mean, if they're the most diverse, we know because of science, they should be the most strong. They should be the most successful. But instead, they've collapsed into an embarrassing heap in record amount of time. I don't understand what's happening here. What? What? You're telling me that a, a cabinet for the first time in history with not a single white man has collapsed in ignominious defeat in less than two weeks? I don't understand what's happening anymore. Also this story. Top NIH director admits Boston Lab that created new COVID strain did not clear research with agency and only learned details on DailyMail.com. So sure, they're doing gain-of-function research that is creating a COVID, vac- a COVID virus that kills 80% of the people it infects. But hey, at least they're doing it with no oversight. How has this not happened before? How have we not already, as, a human, as the human species, been wiped out by a virus? You, you think maybe you should get permission? You think maybe you should, you should get uh, you know, confirmation before you go, go do something like this? Apparently not. Apparently the people in charge didn't even know. Apparently it was just like a side project. Just something they were doing because they felt like it. It's on their own initiative. Thought they'd do this. It's incredible, isn't it? Isn't it wild? The director at NIAID, Dr. Emmy, uh, Emily uh, Erbelding, says she was unaware of the specific details of the research. She claims to have only found out the experiments may have involved enhancing pathogens on Monday. Grants totaling $1.1 million from NIAID are listed as having helped fund the research at Boston University. Amazing. Amazing. They didn't even know. They didn't even know this was happening in Boston University. Gave them a million dollars. Didn't care what they did with it. Didn't bother to check. No oversight whatsoever. Just unbelievable. Without we got to the phone calls, and actually we a lot of calls sort of in the same vein. Let's go to uh, Tim in California. Let's talk about Wuhan and the Nipah virus. Thanks for calling in, Tim. You're on the air. Yes, good morning. We broke this story on the American Journal actually about a year ago. And uh, at the time, I talked about Dr. Stephen Quay, Stephen with a V, Quay, Q-U-A-Y, who has 87 U.S. patents in 22 different fields of medicine. And he had the opportunity to examine samples from the WIVs. And at that point, he determined, hey, instead of this COVID-19, I found something far more alarm- alarming, something 60 times as deadly as COVID, and that was the Nipah virus. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, from that time, fast forward, he recently testified in front of Congress, and he reminded them, hey, this is a biosafety level four pathogen, and it is a CDC-designated bioterrorism agent. And uh, his testimony is, this is the most dangerous gain-of-function research I have ever encountered. And we should assume this research continues to this day at the Wuhan Institute. And so, you know, the difference is Boston is in the United States. Wuhan is in China. Mm -hmm. 
And it's just concerning that for, it took him a year to finally get before Congress. And, and, you know, we have waves of kamikaze drones. What about Bill Gates' his flying syringes? And now here in California, we have these ADs, A-E-D-E-S, these ADs mosquitoes. They're just all over Southern California, and they're called ankle biters because they don't fly very well. But if they don't fly very well, how did so many of them get everywhere all at once? And everyone is just like a big thing. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, what's going on with all this? If they're willing to send all this uh, fentanyl and now this other new sexier drug that's 10 times more deadly, and we don't even put on uniforms and we're all just getting executed, you know, maybe these people are also doing some funky stuff with mosquitoes, too. After all, he came out and talked about flying syringes. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to get... you know, visited today or something for talking about this story. But I am telling you about specific uh, testimony. It, it was uh, given on August 3rd of this year by Dr. Stephen Quay, and this was uh, a Homeland Security Subcommittee on Emerging Threats, and he told them what he knew. And even the World Health Organization lists Nipah as a virus with pandemic potential. It attacks the brain mm-hmm. and can spread from human to human, has a fatality rate as high as 75%. So if we're concerned about an 80% Boston U, you should be concerned about a 70 per, 75% Nipah virus crazy stuff that they, they uh, put in, uh, uh, what's the word they used? Uh, <laughs> where they, the clone format. Where it clearly, this guy that's an expert can prove to you, hey, man, they were screwing with this stuff. They mm-hmm. were making it different than it is. It's already, you know, way deadly, and they're making it much, much, much more deadly than it was, and this is in China. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they're doing it in Boston, apparently doing it with no oversight or permission from the governing body. So, uh, and listen to... The rhetoric they used when it came to unvaccinated people a year ago, they're still using it today, but when it was in its most intense form, they – and still to this day, like you don't deserve medical care. If you die because you don't get a heart transplant, you deserve it for not getting vaccinated. I mean they are out for blood against people that refuse to take the vaccine, that don't trust the science. I I mean – I legitimately worry that like one of these people would release the virus on purpose thinking that they're doing a good thing and that they're going to get rid of all the unvaccinated people. I mean is it really so far-fetched when you have major newspapers writing headlines that are just like the unvaccinated do not deserve our sympathy. Let them die. When you have late-night show hosts sitting there, Jimmy Kimmel going, I think you know if you go to the hospital, if you're – vaccinated come right in sir and if you're unvaccinated let them die in the gutter and everybody's like yeah let them die in the gutter for not being vaccinated like and i know i mentioned this yesterday and and you know matt said like well then they would all die because the vaccines don't help or the vaccines make it worse but in their mindset they think the vaccine works the vaccine is good anybody that didn't get it is an existential danger to humanity so what if you know just an accident here what if uh accidentally released this pathogen with the assumption that those who are vaccinated will be protected and those who are unvaccinated have an 80 percent chance of dying. And, uh, you know, I'm helping the earth by getting rid of all the unvaccinated people. I mean, when their language is genocidal and their actions have the potential for genocide, yeah, maybe uh, maybe we should be extremely worried that these types of things are going on in this country and have gone on. Oh, and by the way, the coronavirus was that virus. They did release it on purpose. It wasn't as successful or as deadly as they wanted it to be or expected it to be. 
But they got everything that they wanted out of it anyway, from the vaccine to the digital passports to the Great Reset and the reorganization of the entire global economy and the ensuing shortages, which will allow for rationing, which will allow for their total control. I think it's been highly successful, whether it killed everybody or not. We'll see what the next step is in their insane plan. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection. Objection. All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. X three. X3. It stands for triiodine, or all three types of iodine that the body needs to be healthy and survive and thrive. It boosts your libido, your energy, your stamina, your immune system. X3 is the ultimate iodine product on the market. It's back in stock at InfoWarStore.com for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. So many of you are on the fence. You know our information is powerful. You know what's changed the world. Try the products at InfoWarsStore.com and start with X3 Triiodine. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. It takes about two weeks to kick in. An aspirin kicks in in 30 minutes. Tylenol kicks in in 30 minutes. This kicks in in about two weeks on average. You need to experience it. Don't wait. You'll be impressed. InfoWarsStore.com, X3. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Say third hour has begun. It hasn't, has it? We will be spending the next segment and the third hour taking your phone calls. So let's get right into it. We'll begin with Clown Car in New York City. Talks about vaccines and children. They've done it. They have unanimously voted to add COVID-19 shots to the childhood vaccination schedule, despite everything we know about it and everything we know about the actual danger that COVID poses to children. 0.9997. 99.9997 seven percent chance of survival of getting it but hey we got to inject them with that thing that puts them in the hospital one out of 500 times to protect them against the thing that puts them in a hospital one out of ten thousand times that's how this works thanks for calling in clown car you're on the air cotton car for everybody for doing sir i uh wanted to let you know um in 1995 my son jonathan was uh, given a three-in-one vaccination and within 12 hours he uh he stopped breathing and he died. God rest his soul. So I used to 
not be able to say those words without crying hysterically. Although I have to say, over the past few years, I've been talking about it more through your show and, and the other shows. It's actually helped me kind of heal a little bit. But wow. now any parent out there who thinks that they should go inject their child with an experimental still vaccine that hasn't been approved by anybody, which we know to cause XXYZ, why would they do it? Keep your kids out of school. It's time to shut America down. InfoWarriors out there, if you're listening, call your friends and say, hey, have you heard of the CDC, you know, forcing this uh, vaccination into the regimen to, to have your kids in school? Because they don't. And I'll tell you what, I know somebody who checked on their computer yesterday and said, hey, let me find out about this and couldn't find out anything. A regular parent, a beautiful person who loves their children and couldn't find the information out and said, where are you hearing this crazy stuff? Oh, that InfoWars? Oh, they don't know anything. Well, let me tell you something. And I know because my son's in a grave. So I know that vaccinations kill. Whether this is a vaccination, whether this is a gene therapy, a viral vector, we know that it shouldn't be put into human beings, especially if Bill Gates is behind it, especially if Dr. Fauci is behind it. We already know their history. We need to shut America down. 100% Clark. I mean, what it, how can it possibly be worth the risk? How can it possibly, I mean, we are just talking about pros and cons. The pro is that maybe you avoid the flu, maybe. And the reality is that you actually are more likely to get it. It's more likely to be severe. 90% of the people dying from COVID have gotten the vaccine. So it, the pros don't even exist. They literally don't exist. But in the best case scenario, the pro, the only thing in the pro list is that when you get COVID, it might potentially, maybe they think ostensibly, hypothetically, will be slightly better than if you get it and don't have the vaccine. Like that's the pro. The pro is when you get COVID, it might potentially be slightly less severe than not. The con is horror. It's your child in the hospital. It's your child with lifelong conditions. It's your child dying. Why would you ever take that risk why would you ever take that gamble i mean this is like telling you put ten thousand dollars down on black if you lose you lose that ten thousand dollars if you win i give you one dollar so put down the ten thousand for the chance to win one would you do that i mean it's just not worth it you're absolutely right clown car and i i can just thank you for for sharing you know what you've been through because i know it's not easy for you it's not easy for us to it's not easy for me to even hear and, and respond to so i know how difficult it is for you and uh just thank you for for doing that for us and using your experience to hopefully prevent other people from having to go through what you went through it's it's yeah the most important thing you could possibly be doing at this at this moment thank you so much for that call let's go to uh sean in california now who also wants to talk about the CDC voting to put these vaccines on the childhood vaccination schedule. Thanks for calling in. Sean, you're on the air. Hey, good morning, Harrison. How you been? Good, thank you. Awesome. Yeah, it's been a while since I called in, but uh, this uh, vote went down 15 to 0, 15 to 0. Now, we know somewhere there are names for those people that made that vote. So people have got to start finding out who these folks are, and uh, I'm not saying do anything unlawful or illegal. I am saying hold them to account, though. They voted. They need to be held to account, just like you would a politician. And uh, <clears throat> the uh, thought I had with this, Harrison, is if we wanted an October surprise. It's a one-two punch. You know, they vote for that vaccine approval. That means, yes, it's on the schedule for the kids. It means adults now will have to take it as well for their, for their employers. And uh, we have the, the issue with Boston. Oh, there's a new deadly strain. Now, this 
uh, dovetails, as Alex would say, into that the next strain would be the deadly one to make everyone who resisted the last round to actually go and get themselves jabbed mm-hmm. because it'll be a deadlier strain. I mean, we, we kicked that research uh, for COVID-19 out of Chapel Hill in North Carolina, and it wound up outsourced to China and to Wuhan. And what could go wrong? Well, they had an outbreak in a big metropolitan city. Oh, wait, we got Boston in the whole East Coast. What could go wrong? You know, just in time for that October surprise. So, you know, I kind of see that, Harrison, as uh, <clears throat> something they're beginning to, you know, prep us with, you know, give us the narrative, the staging. Uh, we can't get afraid. We, we have to be active. And I haven't had the uh, opportunity to call in until this morning, so I want to give you a little bit of follow-up. You know, these little itty-bitty things here. First of all, you know I was on, on top of the drag queen story time issue, right? Of course. Okay. Are you against me giving out the name of a drag queen story time, my background check, or should we avoid the whole doxing thing? I mean, your call, your show. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, sure. So give us the, give us the groundwork here. What did you find? Well, here's the thing is I went and checked some stuff. And the reason it's not really doxing this particular individual is because they've already spoken to ABC News and other outlets in California. So this one drag queen out of the three, Giovanni Morales, I run a background check. And there's three Giovanni Morales that I find in SoCal, uh, J-O-V-A-N-I, Morales, M-O-R-A-L-E-S. And one of these profiles, it just has a citation, and everything else on the profile is ghosted. It's, it's gone. I'm using the uh, Truth Finder app, which, uh, you know, you pay a subscription, they advertise on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's probably our one. And isn't it amazing? There's so little information on this, this person. So I'm going to try to track down the other two. But having gone to that event, these folks were a little bit craftier the last time. Last time, they parked near the store. So you watch them leave the bookstore and go to their vehicles. This time, they actually went and parked all the way around the corner, which, of course, I made a point to follow. I didn't get the license plate, but they were using a white Chevy Silverado, which, hey, that's a lot of gas money. Hey, Sean, just got to let you know, man, uh, it is not a good idea to go harass people and follow people around. We appreciate you, you know, being concerned about the topic. But again, that's uh, something that you need to report to police if you feel like there's suspicious activity. What do you think about that, Sean? So where, where I'm going with that is that you got to gather the evidence on this stuff. You got to do the work. You get what I'm saying, Harrison? Well, I think if, if they're in public and they're talking to news stations and they're giving their name out and and you know being a representative for a group i don't think there's any problem with you know investigating their background and seeing uh exactly. who they are if, if they're putting themselves in that position i think yeah uh you know tracking them or or trying to get their license plate or whatever i i wouldn't suggest that or or um co-sign on on that of course especially if, if they're just doing it in in private uh but if they're if they're on abc news talking about it then i, I don't see the problem in uh in talking about you know, they themselves making themselves a, a centerpiece for this. And, of course, this sh- it shouldn't even be happening in the first place. I, I don't know about, you know, you can call the cops and go, hey, there's a, a grown man fondling children at the library, uh, and they'll, they'll rush to see what's going on. But, you know, if you say, well, there's a, dr- a grown man in a dress fondling children, but he's dressed up like a mermaid, then they'll say, yes, well, that's a, a public event, and they're allowed to do that. So, uh you know, police actually stopping legal activity in this case, uh, not going to happen. So a little bit weird. 
little bit of a, of a gray zone, dead zone here. But thanks so much for your call, Sean. I do want to try to get to one more before we have to go to break. We got Kim in Wisconsin. Wants to talk about the cover-up of the coup. One minute left in this uh, segment. Kim, you're on the air. Good morning, Harrison. Good morning. Um, it's, I would like to get the message across that um, when, when they have cover-ups, they always mess up. So we must not go forward. We have to go back. We have to go back to um, the cases that have started. Um, a message to Alex, Yay, and Winchester. You must look into this together. Get um, see if the cases can get thrown out. Um, see if the judges can get disbarred. The attorneys disbarred. Um, and who? Yeah. I, I mean, what? For the clients. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, the problem with being run by a corrupt cabal of evildoers is that every time they get outed every time their criminality is exposed instead of it actually being punished and corrected and fixed they double down and it makes everything that much worse they launched crossfire hurricane and when they got caught they launched the Mueller investigation and when that didn't go anywhere they got to launch the durham investigation it's like they have to keep doubling down like the old woman that swallows a spider to get the fly she swallowed it's our best seller we first came out with it five years ago and it was a moderate seller but as folks tried vitamin mineral fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall bestseller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin mineral fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals, all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the info war. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting vitamin mineral fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin mineral fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com.